Hey guys, welcome back to the Twig and Arrow podcast. This is your host, Amanda Miller, and today I'm accompanied by my co-host, Nina Federico. Hello! And Amber Zanelli. Hello! We just wanted to pop by and talk about some of the differences between all the services that everybody's booking these days. I think uh, nowadays it's really, really hard that um, a lot of clients are booking online and they're not really sure what appointments to be booking for and what pictures they're picking online and what those services exactly might be. So we are going to talk about the differences between a spotlight highlight, a partial highlight, a full highlight, a balayage, baby lights, all the different things that are out there, hand painting, fluid painting, um, and what uh, different outcomes are going to give you and what is going to be best for you. So guys, in your guys' opinion, what is the main difference between a spotlight highlight and a partial highlight? Well, a spotlight highlight is just a couple foils. I really think it's more of like just the face framing, like the money piece. Or maybe you're going out of town and you just need little roots done. So like it's like a fake highlight almost. Yeah. Um, Or you just want a couple pops on the bottom. And then a partial highlight is like you're getting into it. You're making your whole root a little bit blonder. You're... You're going more in depth with your dimension and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Nina, do you feel like a, a partial highlight is going to give you more coverage than a spotlight highlight? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say a partial highlight is, yeah, like Amber said, you're you're going all into the hair. I mean, you're literally taking such smaller sections and you're getting almost every single hair to be brighter. And the spotlight highlight, yeah, kind of framing the face, money piece. Um, brightening up around the hairline except for going into like back around the crown area Um, so that's kind of the difference I feel like if you're the person to come in pretty often maybe a spotlight highlight is is just a little bit more better for you as far as spending the money on it and the time it's a lot less time Um, but you're definitely feeling like you're getting brighter and you're looking a little bit more refreshed some people just need that rather than spending the time and money to full-blown get another partial. So let's talk about, like, the instances when clients would pick a spotlight highlight versus a partial highlight, what that time frame looks like and what that cost looks like, right? I think those are a lot of the questions that clients are coming in asking and they're not really sure. Like, they show you a picture and it, like, probably looks like a balayage with a heavy money piece, but it's really, really dark on top. Or they're coming in and it looks like they're pretty all over blonde, but they still have got that money piece in the front that's maybe just a little bit heavier blonde in the front. Um, How would a client decide how to choose those different services when they're booking online and what would be best for them? That's a good question. I feel like differentiating what they have right now on their head is really hard, right? A lot of people consider, um, you know, grown out roots and they have that like hard line and they think that they need to come in really often to get those highlights moved back up, which might be the case, but which might not be the case. Like I had a client the other day, Came in for literally a partial highlight. She only needed a spotlight. She hated the line of demarcation that she had with her growing out highlights, but wanted to be brighter on the face, but wanted her roots to be melted down. I truly gave her a spotlight highlight. I'm like, you don't need to spend the money, nor do you need to sit here for however long it takes me to do a partial. Another hour Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the time is truly cut in half. If you ask me just around the hairline, you're probably putting two or three on the side, four on the mohawk, 
And that's it. I mean, that cuts it down tremendously as far as time goes yeah. and cost. I mean, it's almost half. Think about the color you're using, you're yeah. using too. You know, it's I think a lot not times, a lot. I think a lot of times too is like clients don't even know what a spotlight highlight is. So they're like, I'm just going to book a full highlight. We'll just do all the things. And then someone will tell me. They totally think that they need a lot more than they do. Yeah. Or they think it's major overhaul yeah. when in our eyes it's like, no, actually you would probably just need a spotlight highlight and then maybe melt down your roots a little bit yeah. or maybe not at all. Yeah, I think like a good rule of thumb for any of our listeners or somebody that's thinking they want to touch up is like, okay, take a look at when your last appointment was. If it was in the four to six week range, you're really on the fine line of a pressure highlight. You probably don't need that, right? That's a perfect. Um, and, like, and if you're at anywhere less on the five weeks and less, definitely a spotlight highlight. Totally. Um, I also think that like if you're really trying to roll on a budget, you can get a lot of impact with a spotlight highlight. Uh, specifically, like you both said, Amber and Nina, um, a right around the face, right? Which I think Perfect. all the looks that people are going for nowadays, it's all about that pop about blonde in the front. Totally. Um, I think a good rule of them also too for any of our clients and listeners out there is like if you normally get a partial highlight, I think if you are showing us pictures or finding pictures on Instagram or Pinterest that you really, really like, and it's a lot of blonde coverage all over, you're either going partial highlight or full highlight. So let's talk about a full highlight. Yeah. What would constitute a full highlight? For me, you're, you're going all in. I mean, <laughs> you're going from freaking nape of the neck to freaking all the way up to the hairline. Like, you're coming in, you're like, Nina, I want the back of my head blonde. I want the sides of my head blonde. I want the front of my head blonde. I want to be blonde like I swallowed the bottle of bleach. Bingo. Yes. Got it. Bingo. I want to be blonde like someone saw me across the freaking street. She's blonde. Yep. There it is. She went to Twig and Arrow. Done. Twig and Arrow. Got a full <laughs> highlight. You're welcome. Also, <laughs> I would think full highlight is you're going in. You're 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 in this salon to spend some time. Yeah. Okay? Well, and that's you're another, hanging with that's us. That's another expectation, right? Like, totally. I think full highlights take a lot of time. They're yeah. much more costly. They oh. have, we take so much more time and have so much more color to use. Oh, yeah. Um, I think for any of our listeners out there listening, like something to think about too is like, a full highlight's kind of a safe appointment, right? In my right. mind, I don't know about for you two, but for me, my full highlights, when people book them out, they are exponentially longer appointments. Absolutely. Yeah. So sometimes I tell all of my clients, like, hey, if you're unsure or I've never seen you or you really want to do something really different, just book a full highlight. At least I'm guaranteed all the time in the world. Bingo. What are your guys' thoughts? I completely agree with that. I'm in the same situation. When in doubt, book a full highlight. <laughs> Especially if you've gotten it in the past, right? Like, if you've ever gotten a full highlight in the past, just do, like, just, and you haven't seen anybody and forever if you've been hiding just do it. at home during quarantine full highlight is for full you highlight. please book it just book it now yeah. okay thank you go to our website oh. book only on booking online <laughs> available now thank you so much uh, <laughs> and we're, you say, i think a lot of times like most of your clients are coming in either asking for a full highlight or needing a full highlight or maybe not knowing the difference i think right now with like quarantine covid almost every client needs a full highlight major overhaul overhaul yes. unless you're have brown hair naturally and you really do just need that partial of some pop some dimension but if you're a blonde girl that hasn't been in the salon for six months it's a full highlight yeah and you're we could have lunch together yeah. like i'll get you a smoothie from seeds yeah. because you're gonna be here <laughs> for that. four hours you're, gonna be here, you're hanging with us for yeah. the day we'll make you a cocktail yeah we'll make sure you're taking coffee care. to stay awake also, for all of our listeners all of it someone drop a comment if someone would like a full bar or a martini bar <gasps> that's my next idea yes <laughs> Right? Okay, <laughs> All please extra drop a side. comment. Slide in our DMs. Yep. What do you want? What's your what cocktail? Want? I've got what a cute cart we can use. I know. I'm into it. I love this. God, okay, the back to the highlights. Back to the highlights. We can, we can just get detoured. I digress with yeah. the cocktails. <laughs> I think that a lot of times, too, is, like, clients will come in and, you know, sometimes I this happens to me a lot, is, like, 
they'll book a full highlight. And I'm like, yo, we just did a full highlight four weeks ago. There's that, right? Isn't that the truth? Right. Okay, so here we are. We have a half an inch of regrowth. We're not we're not going for every hair on the head this time. No. We want to keep the hair that you have. Yes. So I don't know about you guys, but for me, like I'm someone that's like I only want to give a full highlight to my clients like two, three times a year tops, maybe. Granted, if you haven't seen me in six months, that's a different scenario, right? Right. right. I think I think you always said it perfectly too to every client that comes in, literally on the dot every eight weeks for a full highlight. It's like listen. You would realistically need a full highlight maybe twice a year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And that's for your sake, for your time, for your money, for your hair, all the things. Yeah. You know? Totally. So. I also think, like, for you to know when you need a full highlight, when you pull all your hair forward and you start seeing all your brown hair has the, like, has most of the hair, that's when you need your full highlight. That's actually Like the really darkness? Great. That's yeah. a great point. Because when you're blonde, you can see all the pops. Yep. And then your hair starts getting darker and darker. Or when you're a ponytail and you pull it up and it almost looks like you have two-tone hair. Like you're... Like 1997? Yeah. Kelly Clarkson called. She wants yeah. her two-tone a hair back. A little Gwen Stefani. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember when people used to <laughs> dye the underneath of their hair black? Oh, that's I it. remember. <laughs> that was it, though. Not gonna it would lie, literally be half it. their head. Of course Amber, you, you My mom said no. Um, but yeah, so once you start seeing all the darkness come through the bottom, that's the time. Yeah. Not when you can still see Such all that Such a good bottom. reference point. Yeah. That's perfect. I think like that's a, like points of connection, right? Like yeah. well, Amber has such a great point, everybody. Like that is definitely something to think about. Like when you have your hair down and your all of your hair is not looking blonde at the bottom, you're starting to see that like muddy natural brown pop through that we all hate or you curl it and you're like oh it looks so much darker at the bottom four different tones yeah yeah yeah. that's definitely like a really great option to think about like oh it might be time for a full highlight versus a partial highlight totally but let me just say it yet again let me repeat myself you do not need a full highlight every four every five every six even every eight weeks that's too much it's Mm -hmm. too hard on your hair yeah it is it's like you're only giving me an inch to put more bleach on every piece of your hair yeah and you don't need it. Yeah, yeah and we, we also like expectation too is like we can't go zero to sixty and what whatever it is two hours yeah. every six weeks. It's it's a lot for your hair. It's a lot of time. And it's a lot of cost too. Totally. So I think it's a, it would also something to think about for everybody listening. Like if you are trying to get like a really big impact with a great outcome and you maybe don't have as much spend, money to spend, a spotlight highlight or a pressure highlight might be a better way to go. Perfect. Yeah, it's a great um, like transition. Almost to not like to avoid another appointment, you know, to come in for a partial or spotlight. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's something too that we need to talk to our clients about being like, what is your budget? Like, where yeah. is your cost? Totally. Like, good or point. where can we put our foils to make the biggest impact for your full foil? Yeah. Or and partial I think that's like, even, yeah, I'm sure we have other stylists that are listening too. I think that's something that, like, I train all my stuff is, you know, it's not always about as many foils as you could possibly get. Right. right? Like, it's not always about, like, Foiling the person's head to high heaven. Yes, if you want to be Gwen Stefani without painting bleach on your scalp, sure. (laughs) Right. you know, a lot of the looks that we're going into now, which is going to bring me to my next service, is, you know, it's about highs and lows. So sometimes if you put too many foils in the hair, which I think we see this a lot, people are coming in now and they're like, I'm just really too blonde all over and I want like some dimension. And they show you these pictures on Instagram and on Pinterest. And it's like a lot of melted roots with a heavy money piece, highs and lows, and then really bright painted ends, Yeah. you know, that have been tipped out. So I think that brings me to my next service is like the difference between a highlight shadow root and the difference between a balayage. Balayage is truly hand-painted highlights, right? Yep. You're not going to get as much. They're going to be a little bit piecier. You're going to get more pops of color. A highlight shadow is going to be more coverage all over, more blonde with a shadowed down root. Yeah. What do you guys think? Bingo. Do you, do you know that balayage was created from children playing in the summer? 
where their hair would get highlighted in the natural sun. Balayage was supposed to be a very light Not highlight. Subtle. Very natural. Like, yeah. you hand paint it, and the natural pigment in your hair comes out. Like, and it's, all, it's totally. all, like, how how your hair would naturally lighten from the sun when you were a kid, right? Exactly. And where does that normally fall? Heavier lighter on the face, halo down to the back with brighter ends. I hear the word sun-kissed from my yep. clients all the time. That is an instant trigger for me to know that it is a balayage in, in some shape or form, right? Like in some way or another, I know there's a trillion ways to do a balayage, but that breaks it down as to far as it's not a highlight shadow, yeah. right? Like it's, it's truly not going to have the coverage of a highlight would have. Yeah. It's going to have depth dimension. It's going to have highs. It's going to have lows, yeah. right? Like it's, it's going to be really our natural. way of like being creative really as soft. far as painting. Yeah. Painting the highs and lows for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I think that's something that I always talk to my clients about when they first come in and they show me. Because usually what will end up happening is they'll show me like a couple pictures of a highlight shadow root. Yeah. And they don't know it, right? Totally. Or or a couple pictures of a balayage. And I'm like, okay, which one is the one? Totally. And usually what I've noticed is that it there's something to that photo that draws the eye. And it's like, oh, I like that blonde piece. So it's like the ashiness or the warmth or the placement, right? right. I always teach all my staff like placement, pick up, and toe. Yep. So it's like, what's the tonality that they're looking for? What's the placement that they like? High, low, money piece, melted roots. And what's the tone? Are yeah. we? What are we going for kind of all over? Totally. So, and are we picking up every single piece on the head? Or are we going for less is going to be more with a really big impact? Yes. Um, so, you know, I think something that we should talk about as well is, you know, not only with the ba- uh, the balayage and the highlight shadow root situation, but I think a lot of times it's maintenance of those things. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of times people come in and they get a balayage and they're like, all right, sweet, see you in eight months. And they come back and you're like, whoa, we need four hours. Right. That's a, that's a huge... I also think, though, too, like, I don't... Especially with virgin hair or somebody who's never done it before, yeah. right? And they get a balayage, which can still be very subtle, right? Like, just a cute money piece, some dimension throughout the hair and that's it. It could be really subtle and really natural, but still there's maintaining it, right? Like toners are made to fade. You might just need to come back in for a toner, right? Like differentiating, you might not need a full balayage again in 10 weeks or whatever it is, right? Like it's maintaining kind of the tonality, like you said of it, but not maybe needing a full balayage when you come back in again. Yeah, you know? totally. So I think that's a, also another really good good point to mention is like you know, toners are demi permanent, right? Yeah. They're not permanent. Yep. There's definitely a lot of stylists out there that do do more permanent things. I don't because it really limits your availability for change. Totally. And everybody comes back six to eight weeks later wanting some type of something different. Totally. Unless you're like a gray client that's getting your rich touch up every four weeks, like very very, it's very unlikely that you're going to come back and not want some type of tweak or change. Yeah. I also don't like when my clients want the same things unless they're gray because I don't want them to be a cartoon character. No. Like even mm. if it's a subtle change, it's good to kind of play with your hair. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And not only that, like always offering that change and like that's another thing for a lot of my listeners. Like I always tell everybody out there like hey if you're moving I'll give you your color formula but I always ask like hey what are we doing today yeah how are you feeling about your hair what are you loving what are you hating like what are you thinking I'm never already having their color mixed and going cool same thing peace I'm gonna go mix it or they'll pull up another photo and be like I want this now and you're like okay well let's talk about it yeah right let's differentiate what I've been doing to you and what I want to do in this photo for you that can be definitely something that's like really intimidating for clients right they're like oh oh yeah I don't know yeah right so different about that yeah or like the I didn't think about the upkeep of it or I didn't think about the cost and that's that's something like I mean I've had that multiple times this week I'm like okay so let's talk about maintenance and what 
choice is going to be best for you. Right. You know, what's your lifestyle? Totally. Are you going to come? Are you ready to commit to every six to eight weeks? Yeah. Or do you know what that like grow out is going to look like? Yeah. I, maybe that might not be best for you. Totally. Or you know what, Amanda, I want to go balls to the walls, full highlight, highlight every hair on my head. I'm ready to commit to it. Yeah. You know, and what it looks like later if they may not love it what would be the next step to get back to where you want to be well that's a huge thing too with like the maintaining of the highlights I mean we have clients that are religiously in here for either fulls partial spot I mean the whole nine but like you said earlier it's like they've been blonde all over for so long that that now they've come back and been like I kind of need more depth right like I need more I need just a little bit more dimension put back into my hair. And then that's a huge change too, right? Yeah. Going into the reverse balayage side of it. It's like, yeah. okay, now I'm adding a little darkness to you, yeah. right? Like I'm breaking up the blonde. So you're not so blonde all over, yeah. like I all mean, solid one color, you yeah, know? So that, that brings me to my next service, right? Yeah. So, you know, like in recap of, uh, of, uh, partial high, partial highlight and shadow root and a balayage is, you know, Toners don't last forever. Yep. That's really going to be the main maintenance of a balayage is coming in every four to six weeks for your toner. Mm-hmm. Even your shadow root. Sometimes you need to touch up that shadow root. Totally. Um, and that fades too, especially yeah. if you've done a partial highlight and over bleached your hair. Yep. Um, and then, you know, brings us into our next service, which is a reverse balayage. If you are a client that is out there looking at a photo and you're like, well, I'm really dark, I'm really light all over. I think I want some more dimension. I want that really melted root with the heavy money piece. That's a reverse balayage. Right? Amen. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Done and and it's going to make you darker all over. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. one thing that's really hard for clients. They look at the picture, they're like, but it's so blonde. Yes, it is. Yeah. But you have to think about all the depth that's in there that you don't have now. It's also a big change, right? Like, I don't yeah. really think people realize. They might look at a photo and be like, damn, that's pretty. Right? Like, I want that on my head. But looking at what they have right now, that's a huge change. Yeah. yeah. They've gotten highlights for months on end and yeah. don't know how to deal with adding darkness to it, you know? Yeah, totally. And when you go dark, you always think because your hair was so light that the level is so much darker because you're not used to it. Totally. And even like a subtle difference of light to dark is so like contrasty sometimes to your eye. And and what you think is you're like, ah, my hair's black. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, no, it's really like really? Yeah. Sure? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's still dark blonde. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And, so and, you, and what I think that I, clients always have to keep in mind is like, I'm thinking 10 steps ahead of you. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, cool. Okay. Where are we at right now? What do I got to cover? What undertones do I want? And where, what do I want this to look like in six to eight weeks? Yeah. Like, I think the client is always thinking about internet gratification today. Can you carbon copy this photo from Pinterest? Am I going to look just like this person from her head from the side of the back with her head down right. and um, looking in this weird concocted position? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and no, we don't carbon copy Pinterest pictures. Yeah. And I can't make you look at that person. Right. I will damn well try. Does that mean you're okay, going to have I'm a close. mane down to your ass crack? Probably not. Right. But, you know, I'm also thinking like, I, I will even reiterate that to clients. Like, hey, in order to have this picture today, you're going to have to leave one shade darker. So in six weeks, it looks like this picture. Bingo. And it looks great. Because if you leave with this color today... In gonna be gone. Four, five washes. Yes. You gonna be orange. Yeah. Gonna fade. Real gonna fade. Quick. Yeah. yeah. And no one likes faded color. Like that's no. probably the worst. Totally. Too, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Because it's like, like you said, instant gratification. So if it looks flawless today, they're gonna want it flawless in about six weeks. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes then even the mind frame changes of like, oh Amanda, I'm not ready to commit to that. Yeah. Let's just go back to my same partial head. It's cool. I got you. No problem. Yeah, now you know. Totally. And you can totally think about it for next time. Exactly. They know the difference now, right? Like they're educated on what would potentially happen if they got that right yeah yeah 100%. totally yeah absolutely what other services do you think a lot of people struggle with booking online not knowing if it's right for them or not that's a that's a good question like i feel like um 
I feel like the color melting surface yeah, is, a, is a bit of up. a confusion. I feel like a lot of people don't really understand kind what of color what color melt is. Yeah, yeah. Or, or what the difference may be between. I, I've had a couple of clients book a color melt and they're like, well, I don't. I think that's what I want. Like kind of showing you a picture of like an ombre. Right when you book it. Right when you book it. So when you book online, there's a description to the left. It's it'll describe so everything cute. for you. So when it you pick partial highlight, it'll say partial foils with the crown of your head and your highlight, blah, blah, blah. So just Bingo. if anybody books online, I love you all. There is a description that I handwritten for everybody. I did this myself. Beautiful. Just look to the left. Guys. You're welcome. Look to the left. It's their description for <laughs> to you. To the left, to the left. This is, why, this is why we did this. Right? But I do think you're right, Nina. I think yeah. the color melt is something that's like, and even for me, like I, I think of color melt one of two ways where I'm going in, lightening pieces, and then melting it back down. Yes. Or when I have clients that come in and they're overly light and they all they want to do is melt the root down, I still have to mix three color, different colors for your hair. Definitely. So that's a Bingo. lot of product. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not lightening, but I am trying to get rid of or erase a line of natural demarcation, which is incredibly hard. Oh, it's super hard. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, like yeah. you said, that's a lot more product. I think tell you color that melting could be the hardest service because you're taking whatever they have on their head and you're trying to make a gradual gradient. fade. Yeah, a gradient yeah. from a dark to light. With what they're working with. Very blended. Yeah. For sure. Which so, if clients don't know, that is three totally separate color from it. You're going from a natural dark hair to maybe uh, any type of banding or middle hair color trying to cancel any unwanted tones to then even lighter. Amber, you're the I do color melting all the time. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I just want to like fade my hair. And I'm like, it's a lot of work. Are you ready? <laughs> and also, are you ready to be darker? Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And I think clients need to keep in mind too, like there's so much chemistry that goes on in the back room. I've actually thought about multiple times if and when we do move, dun, 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 yes, that might be happening soon, uh, <laughs> about having an open color bar because so many clients oh love gosh. watching that part. And even when they talk about, Amber, you're messy. I know. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to see me. They she's already like, know, She's being though. called yeah. out. They already know. They already know. They already know. The Tasmanian devil of the salon. You know? I'm an artist. But I think that a lot of people really genuinely enjoy, like, when they hear me talking to my assistants or even, like, to Amber or Tina, yeah. and we're formulating, co-formulating as a team, they're like, wow, there's so much chemistry that goes into that. I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to not turn you green or orange or, or red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Purple, blue. All, yeah. All the colors. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a whole other language, to be honest with you. Yeah. But they're really curious about it. They really are genuinely interested on, in, like, what we're doing. Or, like, yeah. how many times do you have, like, people, like, set up the bowl and be like, okay, what's this? Yeah. Okay, well, so why, this why, is, why, yeah. why am I sitting up? So you're why making it darker? I'm so confused. I'm so worried, yeah. you know? Or they look in the bowl. You know, they kind of, like, peek in the bowl. Like, like, but this color is orange. Looks Amanda. stark. Is yeah. Is orange on my head? Like, also, it hasn't oxidized yet. Yeah, yeah. The oxidation. <laughs> like, the air is, di- like, makes it look different than it is on your head. My, like. favorite, my favorite is when I take them back from the shampoo bowl and I take them to the chair. <laughs> 